This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, let's find out if Broadus thinks these NFL predictions for the offseason are bold or not. Bold. Maybe they're wax sauce. We also got some some cowboy uh, some cowboy production news that is a bit damning for uh, this particular star player that we'll get to in a moment. Man, I tell you what, offseason talk is already rolling with these shows. Every other segment's a cowboy segment, man. That's what you got to do, man. You got to do it. Keep it going. Keep, Keep it, going. it going. Talk about the Cowboys. The intrigue they may or may not have in CJ Stroud. Holy smokes. Can I can I say something real quick too? If you're one of those guys or gals that's sending me mock drafts, I love you. I really do. I feel a butt coming. But man, give it some time and let's see where some of these I think these depending on what site you use, I don't think they have these players rated correctly. I think it's a little bit out of whack. And I think they'll catch up. I think they'll catch up with everybody um, because it's. I think it's unrealistic when you have certain players. You're doing a good job of mocking them. The problem is you've, the, your first three picks are all first-round guys. Right. You know, and so it's, it's like, yeah, this is a great mock draft, but it's really unrealistic. And I think what happens is when I comment back about them that people might have an unrealistic view of what – is, oh, this no, oh, Broadus is commenting on this. This could happen. No, I'm just trying to kind of tell you that you know, somebody's like mom- we got Bijan Robinson in round one, we got Hyatt in round two, and we Sanders. got Kincaid in round three. Sanders, the linebacker from yeah, in, in all, round five. All three, all <laughs> three first round guys on my board. Now maybe I'm dead balls wrong about that. The Cowboys took a flyer in this mock draft yeah, on like, Anthony yeah. Richardson in the yeah. sixth round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they found a quarterback for the future. Maybe you know that kind of thing, but. I just kind of feel like that if you just give the mock draft or give these these groups time to work through the combines, you know, it's fun to do the draft. I get it, but I, I think you're 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 putting out their unrealistic expectations. You're like, I had a guy tell me it's like, well, you know, I hey, I uh, you know, I can't help it if the team was just let me pick the guy. No, a computer lets you pick the guy. The team's not going to ever let you pick. Drew Sanders in the third round. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Drew Sanders, local kid, yeah. Arkansas linebacker. He might yeah. be the best linebacker in the draft. Yeah. Not a great linebacker draft. No, right? it, it, but, really, it really isn't. But, yeah, anyway, but that's – I just – you know, if you're if you're sending me those mock drafts, I do love you, but I think it's really, really unrealistic. When you get right – after the combine, does things start to settle I, I think, a little bit more? Yeah, I think what happens is you get the combine numbers. You, you know, you get pro days. You, the closer you get to these drafts, I think that's where you have a better feel – for really who is going to be on the board and who you can realistically take. I, I, I give people credit. They're drafting the right players. They're just drafting them in the wrong rounds Yeah, that, that are unrealistic. 
So That's we'll, all I'm saying. We'll get Todd Archer, ESPN, talking Cowboys with him at the top of the hour. We'll go around the rim, all things uh, NBA coming up in about 15 minutes. But I did want to take a look at some uh, some NFL topics here. And the first one is Bill Barnwell of ESPN coming out with his uh, his uh, NFL offseason moves, how to improve all of the NFC teams. And when he talks about the Cowboys, he talks about, like, they got to resolve the running back situation. And that's obvious. We know. They will. Uh, Zeke Pollard, yeah. will they both be back? Will they? Will one of them be back? Will none of them be back? I think everything's really on the table at this point. But he lays it out pretty nicely on what you're dealing with uh, in terms of Zeke here, and uh, and and the evidence is is pretty pretty damning. But it's in our face and it's obvious. And I think the Cowboys are going to notice this as well. But you start from when he signed the six year ninety million extension before the nineteen season. He averaged four point seven yards per carry and slightly over hundred yards per game. Uh, that was before the extension. Since then, he's averaging 4.2 yards per carry and 67 yards per game. That's after the contract. Now, it's even worse if you just look at like the last two years or so, uh, that 4.2 yards per carry, not quite. Uh, but over that four-year span, NFL Next Gen stats have Zeke's 1,000 carries. They've generated just 54 rushing yards over expectation which is an advanced way to look at these running backs now. And that suggests that he could he could conceivably be replaced by just a league average running back. Yeah. Whereas when you look at Tony Pollard, he's had half the carries, but he's generated almost 500 of rushing yards over expectation during that same stretch. So, and, and how about this one, man? Because everybody talks about Zeke as a short yardage back. At this point, that's what he is. Yeah. But... Zeke has, a, so he notes, he's like, Zeke has a popular reputation as a valuable short yardage back, but he's generated five fewer first downs over expectation than an average back would have gained in the same situations. Yeah. So even for a guy that you say, hey, he at least on third and short, fourth and short goal line, uh, he can get you those those dirty two or three yards or whatever. Uh, well, even even the advanced numbers show that he's he's gaining first downs at a lesser rate than an average back would in the same situations that Zeke is being placed in. So, and, and it's a shame that's the way these these running backs age, especially when it's a back like Zeke, who was so dominant in college and then early on in his NFL career, that his teams, understandably so, were like, we got to get this guy the ball at every turn. And he just aged at a disproportionate rate. And you see it with with running backs across the league, but and, and some of them make more sense than others. It's like I don't know. Did Melvin Gordon have as much on you know as much mileage on his NFL body than than Zeke did? I don't know. But Melvin Gordon now is like a a, pa- a practice squad player for the Chiefs. That's a former first round pick. He's not even thirty yet. But Zeke was given the ball a ton at Ohio State and then a ton in his first couple of years as a Cowboy. And so he's he's aged differently uh, than even a guy like Pollard, who they basically were actively playing defense against him, getting the ball for the first three years of his Cowboy career. So these guys are aging differently. Pollard's still at a place where he's playing well, but could that quickly change coming off this injury and, and a season where he actually got considerable usage? But Zeke right now, you, there's just no real way other than showing, hey, Zeke is the locker room guy. He's he's the guy that is super tough. He always shows up to play, injured or not. He's a great guy to have. He's also a great guy to have from a name and jersey sales perspective, if you're Jerry, from a business standpoint. But nothing about his production shows that he should be back. He's done. He's done. He needs to, you know, their, 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 their situation right now is that, um, you know, they 
I've said this, and I honestly believe this with my heart, but this is my opinion. Um, he's done as a player, and he's he's to the point too now where that Stephen and Jerry, I believe, want to treat him with respect and treat him with respect. And as far as and I said this I on, last week on the radio, I compare this very much to Des Bryant. I compare this to you don't want to offer something to him that's insulting. You know, they don't, you don't want to be that, you know, well, Hey, you were at one time this, and now you're making this. I just don't. I I think that I think everybody over there at the Cowboys, the one thing that you could say about Ezekiel Elliott is that he really matured from the first day he got here till where we are right now. Cause I thought, well, okay, he's going to get suspended some more. He's going to be in more altercations. There's going to be problems. No, he was a really good teammate, but you can't in this, this day and age, you, you can't continue to pay him, you know, what he's, what he's currently making. You can't. And I don't think they want to sit there and say, okay, you're just going to be a veteran minimum guy. I don't think that does it either. I think that you're to the point now where, you know what, you had a good run. We learned about the running back situation and it, you know, it, you, you did the best you could. Mike McCarthy said this when they were in hard knocks, was that two years ago? Was it two football seasons ago we had hard knocks? I believe so, yes. Okay, Mike McCarthy's standing there on the field, and I'll never forget um, one of the hard knocks episodes. He looks at Stephen Jones and goes, man, he's carried the ball a lot. You know, and, and, and He has. And Stephen goes, yeah, yeah, he has. And so, you know, even Mike McCarthy, pretty new to the Cowboys, you know, system, He's looking at Ezekiel Elliott and like going, you... This poor guy had yeah. 350, 400 yeah. touches. Yeah. And that, that's just, that's not sustainable. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's time to move on. It's time to uh, adjust the contract, whatever hits you have to take. And, you know, and just have some dignity about it. And, you know, it's a business. And Zeke understands that. He was well paid. You know, he had a very productive career for the Dallas Cowboys, but... You know, no longer can you continue to make the salary you make and continue to play and your level of play. And he and he comes in in good shape, comes in ready to go, and then you start to thing start to see things you know fall apart. He doesn't have the burst. He doesn't have the elusiveness. You know, he still runs with toughness for sure, but it's not to the level. Again, you said five less first downs a game or five less first downs overall over, over, over expectation. Then that 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 to me because his calling card was that mm-hmm. was the his ability to get those first downs. So would you be willing to, uh, as I selfishly no. ask you, no. like what's the percentage chance he's back as a cowboy? Well, I'm just saying, me personally. Yeah, like just it, from, in your mind, do you think I, it's ten percent, twenty percent, zero percent? I, me personally, I, the Cowboys will probably think about this a lot differently than me. But, I mean, I, I do. I, I think they're going to treat this like, and this is not me talking to Jerry or Steven or Will McClay or anybody over there. Heck, if I was going to the Combine, I'd love to ask that question. This is just an educated guess. This is just an educated guess, but with, with, their, with their situation with the salary cap the way it is, they can't afford to go on with him anymore. So, me personally, I would say zero. But okay. they'll probably figure out a way and – I, I don't know how you, you know, I say, I just, I just, I, I think that they have a lot more, I think they have a lot more of, of respect for him just to take his salary down to nothing. 
All right, 877-881-1053. A lot of people wanting to know if he could be like a, used in a fullback role. No, uh, no. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Okay, so are these bold NFL predictions, Broadus, or are these uh, are these not so bold? Because Mike uh, Mike Jones of the Athletic is alleging Mike these Jones. are bold NFL. Yeah, who Mike Jones? Who Mike Jones? Uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. That's his bold prediction, and I think that's actually pretty bold at this point. I'm convinced, and even Vegas is showing with the odds. The Raiders are the favorite, even yeah. over the Packers, to land Aaron Rodgers, who I believe is still in the midst of his four-day darkness retreat or could just be coming out of it. I do think if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd want to schedule it in a way that has me coming out of the darkness in the middle of the night so I can slowly adjust to the light. Well, and I'm not just coming out to like a nooner sun barreling into my eyeballs. Well, living in Green Bay, you live in the darkness the whole time. So he's I, I, used to that. When I when I worked there, it was it seemed like it was dark when I got to work and dark when I left. One of those things. So it's always dark in Green Bay. <laughs> so he's he's very comfortable he, he's in the dark. Totally, he just sit in his house and he'd be just fine. Um, I I do feel like though. To it me, seems like cars going to the Jets, and the only options for Rodgers were Raiders and Jets. I, I I I I think when things get to the combine, I think that Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, is going to jump in here and start start swinging the owner stick. You know, I think that I think Woody, if Woody really wants. It's a Aaron, wealthy stick, man. Yeah, if he uh, if he wants uh, Aaron Rodgers, then he is going to tell his front office, by all means, let's go try and make this work. I, I think that I think we'll know a lot about the Aaron Rodgers situation by the time we get to the end of the month in the combine. Uh, for sure, for sure, because when he comes out of this darkness thing, and, and I wonder what type of arms race there's going to be for because these teams could be in a tough spot you're the Jets and you'd say yeah if you gave me the option right now I'd probably rather have Rodgers than Carr but Carr's ready readily available and all I, the all the reports are that they love Carr Carr loves them and that's sort of going to be the match but yeah. Carr as a, since he's released he doesn't have to wait for March or anything he could come to an agreement right. whenever he wants oh no he's head of the game and then and you're also in a situation too you know, with some of these other guys that have been, uh, you know, their contracts have been voided, you know, that you could kind of get that list started and get ready to, I know the Eagles, we, we mentioned four of their defenders were on that list. So there's a lot of guys and teams already kind of lining up and getting battle plans ready to go. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jimmy Garoppolo end up in uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. That's the one I would, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know if the new general manager necessarily wants to go ahead and give up draft capital for Aaron Rodgers. I know that Adams is, would fight for that and love that to happen. To me, that's if I'm Rodgers, that's the only selling point is yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah. Otherwise, what is? why would you want to play for the Raiders? Well, you know, and could he be the West Coast thing? I, I don't know. I mean, that's, his, that's sure. his home. Could you, you know, could he be closer to that? I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, to me, seems like a guy that he would be fine whether they got traded to Tennessee or – Traded to the you know to the Raiders or he he seems like a I could live wherever I want to kind of guy. Yeah, I, I just I don't know if I'm any one of these quarter, particularly Aaron Rodgers, who should be able to dictate where he's going more so than maybe a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. But I don't understand why what the intrigue would be about playing for the Raiders unless you just want to play like you have an affinity for them or just geographically you like it. Or the idea of playing with Devontae Adams again, but that didn't that wasn't so fruitful that it led to Super Bowls. And now you're gonna be in the division with Mahomes and with Herbert and with Sean Payton. You're basically playing for a wild card spot every year. 
And what have the Raiders like Josh McDaniels? Every, he by all accounts is is kind of a jerk. Why would like I don't know. I don't understand the selling point for the Raiders there. Um, if you're Aaron Rodgers, I get it. If you're the Raiders, we'd be like, yeah, I, I want Aaron Rodgers. You're gonna have to give up quite a bit for it. But it is gonna be fun to see the trickle effect. When does the car decision get made? Like I said, it does seem like all these reports today are that car and the Jets make a ton of sense for each other. And so if that happens, then uh, you know, then we wait for Aaron Rodgers to to make his decision whether he's coming back or not. And then where does he go? And then the Titans could release Tannehill and throw another veteran quarterback into the mix there. And uh, all these different teams are going to be jostling. Will Geno Smith get a long-term deal? What's the plan for Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley with the Giants? Daniel Jones got himself a new agent, so he's going for all the money, of course. But I could see them tagging Daniel Jones and then trying to get a deal done with Barkley. But there, there's so many fun, interesting conversations to be had when it comes to this uh, this NFL offseason. But there's just uh, a couple of talking points for you there. All right, let's uh, let's go around the rim, and it will feature potentially the worst game ever played and just how inebriated was Chuck last night. That's next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I will say I did feel some type of way when I saw that Kyrie Irving was the only player to get boos at the uh, the All-Star game during the introductions. Man, he's on my team now, and now I feel like I want to I want to defend him. You know, he, he's a map. He's one of ours, at least for the next few months. Yeah, he's ours for 20-some-odd games. 20-some-odd <laughs> games. We'll see where it goes after that. But yeah. NBA All-Star Weekend has now come and gone. The fallout has been pretty funny. 
and it's time to address it. Best of the weekend coming up at 3.40. It is the G-Bag Nation on, on a President's Day Monday, and the segment is brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation is always free. Visit truckwreck.com, and now we cut the lights out. We put the kids down for that afternoon snoozer. G-Bag Nation's going all the way around the rim. Okay, so a lot of people are alleging that last night's NBA All-Star game was the single worst basketball game ever played. Uh, and that just can't possibly be true because at least you were watching superstars, you know? Sure. But, uh, yeah. The, they the, looked like orange cones the, playing. I was best. not crazy about those like uniforms. Skill set. <laughs> it yeah. did look like practice orange cones a little skills. bit. <laughs> just practice some skills. Just go right, around you the You stand cone. here, you yeah, stand yeah, there, you yeah. dribble and get an easy yeah. layup. We're going to do that for the next two hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it was last night. Uh, Utah, did they get a show? Sort of they did. I mean, overall, the weekend, it had some fun moments, and uh, we'll try to get to as many of those as we can. But in regards to the game itself, uh, Coach Mike Malone uh, of the Denver Nuggets, and he's he's one of these crusty, he can be a little what? bit, he can be a bit of a jerk. What do you mean? I'll never forget the time. He was honest about the game. Oh, no. What he said here makes a ton of sense, and we'll we'll play that sound, but I just want to set it up by saying this is the same Coach Malone, Mike Malone, who was uh, who was calling out, you know, Cassidy Hubberth of ESPN. Oh, she's an NBA girl, oh. and and she she was doing a side, you know, she was doing sidelines for one of these Nuggets games last year, and she does one of the in between quarters interviews. That's never easy. No, it's not easy. It's one of the worst jobs ever. Like, what what is a good question to ask there? Like, most of the time, there's not really a good question to be asked, Wait, and there's not hey. a single question that these coaches want to address. Mike, or you can do this one, Coach. What jerk answer are you going to give me about the way your team played in this first half? I look forward to the, the, the See, person that, that, that asked that. I like that. would that. be, you know, that, that's what you Cuts do. Cuts the tension a little bit. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Just challenge, just challenge him. What what jerk answer are you going to give me about the way your team just played? Well, she led with Mike, blah, 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 blah. And he stopped her and said, it's coach. And he was dead serious. It's coach Malone. It's not Mike. Okay. And it was like, oh wow, okay, uh, this okay. guy, I would, okay, I'd like to punch okay, you, okay, Mike. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> uh, Mike, I'd like to punch you on behalf of Cassidy. So that's the same Michael Malone who was discussing the game last night. He was coaching one of the teams, yeah. uh, and this is what he had to say about last night's game. You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a, a great weekend, great players. But that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? I don't know if you can fix it. I mean, I give Joel and B, Kyrie Irving. Those guys were like competing. Joel was imploring some of the guys to play harder, to try to get some defense in. But um, no one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans. But that that is a tough game to sit through. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay. Just, he said maybe the worst game ever. Shout out to two individuals who looked like they were giving about seventy percent effort, and I want to commend them for it. I was just watching the highlights just a minute ago. Like, they had officials for this thing? Yeah, I mean, there's was, almost no reason to even have I mean, those guys. The, the guys what, are they, what are they doing? Just kind of getting some cardio. They're getting, like, they're getting like 30 bucks a game? Yeah, they're collecting a check and they're getting cardio, bro. I mean, that's pretty much it. They're uh, surrounded by celebrities sitting uh, courtside. courtside and stuff. I don't know. Okay, let me ask this. Guys, Lucius, you too on this one. If you were an official, would you like – Talk to celebrities on, during like between timeouts. Would you just like go over? You see like 
Beyonce sitting there, would you go over and just say hello and all that stuff if you're an official? For some of them, I would. Uh, some of them, I wouldn't have the guts. Like Beyonce, I, there's no chance I would have the guts. But uh, for some celebrities, I, I would like to think I could get at least a little dap in the same way I did Chris Sims when I walked into Radio Row a couple of weeks ago. Lucius? Yeah, I'm going to do it for the gram for sure. Get them likes, <laughs> Probably ask Beyonce if she want to blow the whistle or something like that. You want to call a foul? <laughs> get this game interesting. <laughs> You see Beyonce walking out there giving a little traveling yeah. call, charging. Yeah. yeah, she gives like the emphatic charging yeah, call. Yeah, man. Let's I make history. Get, I, I want the blocking. Uh, yeah, I, block, want, I want the blocking. Block. I want that block from Beyonce. <laughs> that is fantastic, Lucius. You win once again. Uh, no question. That's uh, that's the approach. You there. want to call a foul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's one of the few yeah. things that Beyonce's probably never been privy to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you, you've gotten to do basically anything a human could ever want to do, uh, but you've probably never gotten to do yeah. this. Would you like to? Yeah. Ke- yeah. Tell Kevin Durant his foot was on the line. <laughs> Blood one time. <laughs> foot was on the line, fam. <laughs> uh, it's How fantastic. about Beyonce, like, throw the jump ball? Like, <laughs> like she's like center. Ooh, that's a good it, one. Let yeah. Her, let her do that. Get the tip off. Yeah. Why don't you come, uh, why don't you come handle the tip, Beyonce? What do you think? Mm. So you also have uh, some news that that has come out uh, in regards to Russell Westbrook. It looks like he's going to be, after being bought out by the Jazz, after he was traded from the Lakers, he will remain in Los Angeles. And Woj is saying that the nine-time All-Star Russell Westbrook plans to sign with the Clippers. So maybe the deepest team in the sport gets even deeper. Uh, and we'll see how they elect to use him. I'd imagine he's he's going to be comfortable coming off the bench there. Uh, he he kind of did that nicely a little bit with the with the Lakers. So uh, it is certainly star studded when you consider Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and now Russell Westbrook on the Clippers. Uh, uh, definitely a contending team. Uh, but uh, I, I also just I felt bad. I think the person I felt the worst for over All Star Weekend was 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 Julius Randle. And I, I felt bad for him on the front end. I don't know why he was like, sure, I'll do this. Yeah. And by this, I mean the three-point contest. Yeah. And to be fair, he wasn't even the worst one, but he was the one that everybody was kind of kind of making fun of a little bit because his son was there courtside, and his sure. son was sitting there making, like, oh, cringe faces. Yeah. Because out of the 40 possible points you have in the three-point contest, he made 13, which surprisingly wasn't last Thanks to Kevin Herter. Uh, and that probably is that's the surprising. only thing. I know. I was surprised by that, too. I, I was watching. he's a legit three-point three shooter. Saying. I was watching, those, you know, and like all of us were, we were watching them play Sacramento. Those, the Mavs playing back-to-back. And Herter was like knocking down. Like It seemed like he was hitting every shot in those games against the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good player. Like he he wasn't a name that you saw pop up yeah. uh, on the front end of who the contestants were going to be, and thought, oh, that could that could get wonky. I think something happened with one guy who was supposed to participate and couldn't, and so they threw Julius Randle in there. And this is a guy who, by three point field goal percentage, ranks 123rd in the league. Good shot. He's not a three point shooter. Yeah. And so they they threw him out there, and to his credit, he he. He went out there and did it. Yeah. I'm just surprised that he would have even wanted to. Like, there's a self-awareness factor where you're like, hey, guys, I appreciate the opportunity. Probably, uh, actually, there is a 122 idea. other players in the league that are more suited for this particular drill. Uh, so, nonetheless, Damian Lillard wins it. And as soon as I saw him throw on the Weber State gear, 
I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to go ahead and take this one home. Uh, but that one was a fun one. I mean, the three-point contest was fun, and it's nice because you get the superstar name in Damian Lillard who wins it, and he did it in pretty epic fashion where he needed to hit all of his last four shots to unseat Buddy Heald by one point. And he did that, and that was fun. And then Damian Lillard also is the one who hits the game winner for the actual All-Star game last night, uh, even though Jason Tatum is the one who ended up being the MVP. Uh, But I wanted to play some sound here of Chuck and Shaq and crew, and they always have a great time. And that's one of maybe the biggest draws of the entire All-Star weekend is is the TNT crew getting to show out and have fun during the game, the festivities, the draft, and they're just cutting up and and cutting loose. Just like the players, they're treating it like just a a goofy, this one doesn't count game. And when it comes to the broadcasters, that actually makes it fun. They do that every night, right? Well, that's a good point. Everything doesn't doesn't count any night that they're doing the broadcast, right? Even more so during All-Star Weekend. But here is Chuck, or... Here is Shaq sort of maybe maybe snitching on, on Chuck a little bit. Yes, sir. What did, you, what did you think of LeBron's selections among the reserves? Man, ain't no bad picks today. All these guys are great. Why does it sound like you're drunk? You all right? No, man. It's my mic. No, it ain't the mic. It's, it's you. The mic. Hey, Mark Cuban. <laughs> I see you down there. You all right? Yes. Hey. What the hell are you drinking? <laughs> no, man. It's, it's my mic. I got a delay. <laughs> no, yeah. that's you. Always blame it on the equipment. Give me. I want to thank Patron for sponsoring Chuck <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dry state. This is a dry state. Which of those guys would you? Oh, that is uh, that's good, man. That's good. Thanking Patron on behalf of Chuck is is pretty strong, and I'm sure, I'm sure Chuck had had some fun uh, throughout the entire day there. But that was not as bad as Rob Manfred, and I should have pulled the sound of, of Manfred during. Uh, Congratulations <laughs> when he was shouting out the Dodgers on their yeah. world, uh, their World Series Let me, victory. Let me ask you this, though. We've all been a part of this broadcast and stuff. Have you ever had the the microphone, the echo, the mic echo? Thing. Yeah, it, it's that. That's rough. That's and it, I, it would I be rough. I don't know. I've done it before, and you immediately like take the earpiece and move it aside, so you don't. But it, it man, that is that's tough. Oh, He's, when you're talking about the TV side of things, yeah, 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 yeah. that that is difficult. The echo. Yeah. You you have somebody in your ear, oh. but when, when you get into those arenas and you're doing some level of like emceeing kind of deal, I think that can happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it. The, but the, Chuck was drunk, right? <laughs> Chuck. I mean, if, if, Chuck, I mean, the you excuse, believe what Shaq said. He used a good excuse because it is a legitimate excuse. But he, but he, but I think that. Shaq wanted nothing to do with his excuse. Now, Zion Williamson, a couple of weeks ago, we saw a video of him sitting next to two of his Pelicans teammates, CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram, and they were doing a sit-down interview, and at one point they were asked about their favorite road city to travel to, and Zion mentioned Dallas as one of his top three, and his buddies were kind of like, you know, messing with him a little bit, like, yeah, tell the people why you like Dallas so much, Zion, tell the people why, and he just kind of laughed and shrugged it off, and so everybody's been wondering, so at, during All-Star Weekend, all the players talk, they get to the podium, and somebody asked him about his affinity for, for Dallas, and here was Zion. Come on, now you know the answer to this. I don't. You've seen the video, don't do that. I have not seen the video. Dallas, baby. Dallas is the best road city. What, what are we talking about? I would say Dallas, uh, New York, and Toronto. 
Okay, so he still didn't really give us a clear picture here on why he loves Dallas so much. There has to be some specific to Zion Williamson underlying okay. reason why Dallas is his personal favorite. Lucius, he said you've seen the video. What's he talking about? How there? he said it. Dallas, baby. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. 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 I just left uh, Uptown Whole Foods a little while ago before I came here. I know exactly what he's talking All about. Right. And down every aisle, I'm like, well, should I have gotten married at this age? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got to be careful when you get a Whole Foods, yeah. man. Like, oh, man. He's right. <laughs> They're everywhere, bro. That's, yeah, but you yeah. think Zion's shopping at Whole Foods? Well, I mean, you know. That was not nice of me. I shouldn't have done yeah. that. You know. No, but that's just a one clear example. He's shopping at all the foods. All He's the shopping foods. at all the foods. All the foods. He's eating good in, 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 in Dallas, that's for sure. Yeah. Zion's eating good in I Dallas. I see you. I see you, bro. All yeah. right, we got some more uh, NBA things to get to later on in the program. Best of the weekend coming up next featuring DK Metcalf, the Cardinals' new coach being like Hall of Fame levels of just weird, and a sports star saved a life. That's next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Thank you, Lucius. Here we go. Best of the weekend. We're 15 minutes away from Todd Archer, ESPN, talking all things Cowboys. What are you looking at me like that no, for, No, I mean, Bronis? like we were just talking with Spittle. Girl asked, you ever jumped out of a plane? <laughs> by, by way of first date. Yeah, I'm like. Questioning. I hey, hate flying. Uh, what are you talking about? Why jumped would, out of an airplane. Why would I do that? Whitewater rafting. Yeah. Have you ever uh, climbed one of those? Uh, have you ever, like, done yeah, the. The Matterhorn. You ever <laughs> ski down the out? You know, I mean. I'll tell you what, ladies. These adventurous single ladies, ladies these days, man, they, traveling the world. They've got it figured out. They don't need us anymore. They really, really don't. It's the Women Instagram don't need effect. Us. No. I think it's the Instagram effect, bro. I, I think it started there. No, it's clearly it's clearly social media stuff. Because to me, like they see that other what other females are doing, and they're like, I'm just as capable or better than that gal there, you know. So they're gonna go find it. I don't blame them. But girls, I've learned, and they don't need us, man. They're all, they're all, a lot of them are successful. A lot of them are doing their own things, mm-hmm. you know, good for them. You know, they don't need some guy like me. Like, well, what do you do? Oh, like talk on the radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> I jump out of airplanes. You know? <laughs> oh, well, I, I watch college <laughs> tape yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. I, I, 
Yeah. Yeah. My life sounds really boring compared to what you're doing. I stare into a computer screen and watch 20 year olds play football uh, for hours on end and I actually made a living doing it. Yeah. What's your favorite hobby? Yeah. So not doing anything you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These uh, these chicks are nuts, man. Okay. Speaking of nuts, we'll get to Jonathan Gannon here in a second. He's the new head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Gosh, what a weird. We'll we'll get to it. If if you if you're judging a book by its cover, that's a mistake. That's a one and done. That's we're gonna go Nathaniel Hackett on this guy. That's kind of like, I mean, the guy. I get it. He was a good program in you know Philadelphia and all that and his background and everything. But it just man, that seems like one of those hires where if you're judging a book by its cover, you know. But there's some there's some guy. I mean, if you judge you know Wade Phillips when he was hired, like well, judging the, a book by its cover, you're the, thinking like this is not going to work. The whole coaching hiring thing is a very very weird deal. It's yeah. an inexact science. It's it's kind of like the quarterback stuff where you're just you're just it's a crapshoot, and you could think one coach is going to be awesome, oh great hire, and then he's two three years in and it's over, and they didn't do much in the way of winning. And then you have coaches. I mean, I'll never forget. The one I always point to is the year that Doug Peterson became the head coach of the Eagles. Uh And everybody was like, who the heck? It was unanimously panned. Every list that went, well, you know, ranking the best coaching hires of the offseason for that particular offseason had Doug Peterson and the Eagles dead balls last. And we're in Dallas cheering. Thank God they go from Andy Reid to a guy that nobody's ever heard of. And then you wake up and him and Nick Foles are running Philly specials and beating Brady and Belichick in the yeah. Super Bowl. And so it's just, it's weird, man. It's inexact. So maybe this Jonathan Gannon guy is a stud. And and let, let's just go ahead and play that sound. Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator for the Eagles. He got taken to the woodshed by Eric Bieniemy for four quarters. He gets the head coaching job with the Cardinals. And he is being introduced. He, he went to the facilities, meeting players. They're following him around with a camera. And at one point, I don't even know. I think this is Rondell Moore, the wide receiver. Uh, but this could be any wide receiver type player for the Cardinals. This is the first 10 seconds of his new head coach of Jonathan Gannon meeting this player. And just listen to the interaction. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Shots, explosives, explosives. You can run. Now, when he's doing the shoom 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 thing, inexplicably, he's like moving his his hands and his arms, like he's he's doing laser beams and stuff. I have no idea. I have no idea what was going on there, and and this was one that people were having fun with this weekend, and and I get it. Like, what? I don't know what that was. Could you play that? Could you isolate that weird laser beam situation there? there? I don't. I've never seen this before. Broadus, you've been in the sport for a million years, almost literally, and you've never seen a coach do this. Shots, explosives, explosives. You can run. And this is, this is. He just met this guy. This is yeah. as they're meeting. It's not like he just met his favorite player. Do you are amazing out there? <laughs> Every time I see you, dog, it's so crazy. Yeah. And he's not talk and he's not talking to one of these Tyreek Hills. He's no. talking to uh, like sure, I said sure, sure, <laughs> sure. I don't know. Uh but congratulations, Cardinals fans. I think you got yourself a real winner. Kyle Shanahan speaking to NFL coaches, he was seen uh in Cabo with a handful of his own players. Shot, shot, it shots. Up. Yeah. I I like this uh this new thing with the with the coaches and how young they're entering the sport as, as head men uh, of NFL football teams 
And so they are hanging out in the offseason in Cabo with their players. It's McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and there's Kyle Shanahan, their head coach, just do, the tab. doing the Cabo <laughs> thing with him. Well, I don't know if he's picking up the tab or not because uh, old McCaffrey and Trent Williams – uh, certainly got that bag, but uh, but yeah, I I thought that was funny. I'm like, I don't think I think McCarthy's doing the Cabo thing with Cowboy players. We should we no. should power rank the top five or ten coaches most likely to party in Cabo with their own players. Kyle Shanahan's clearly number one on the, the list. The older, an older guy that I think would party with his players, Bruce Arians. He's Mike, not a coach anymore. But. Mike Tomlin. Oh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, because he's not. He's Mike, not super old, right? I mean, but, he's but probably he's, in his forties. But he's, but he's been a coach for like fourteen years. That's true. So he's like, yeah, he's you know, he got he got it. He got the job as a young man, and now, but a veteran coach, like I could see, like hanging out with Mike Tomlin, like smoking cigars and like drinking a lot of like high end liquor, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then him ordering something like, man, you ever tried these? You ever try this? Yeah, he's ordering something. Yeah, I'm like, oh no. Hey, Casey Hayward, here, try this. <laughs> yeah, try this exactly. drink, bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Now, my other favorite thing, probably the best thing that happened this weekend, was Greg Hardy, former Cowboy, getting <laughs> oh. absolutely rocked in bare a heavy, knuckles guy, right? Heavyweight bout. Yeah, this is a bare knuckle fight. I don't know how much money was on the line here, but it's just insane. Not enough to fight people. bare knuckles. No, no. That I, and the slap thing. I don't know that there's enough money out there in the world no. to do the slap thing or the bare knuckle thing. No. Uh, but there was a a, a marshmallow thumb looking dude tatted up like you've never seen before, uh, putting his hands all over Greg Hardy at one point this weekend. I have to innocent right now. Oh! And inevitably, there was uh, the ten count went by, and he was still <laughs> face down on the mat. Do we not have people to jump in the ring and help? Well, you got to give him the ten seconds, well, man. Like we count a little faster. His arms are stiff, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, maybe he's got a chance. No, he's not getting up. Did you hear that? He's foaming at the mouth, but yeah. give him his ten seconds. No. You missed a fish. You move where they threw Greg Hardy on a pile of guns, and then they put their hands <laughs> up in there. <laughs> That was his signature move, and they pulled it on him. Oh, that's what it was. My bad. Uh, now, we also God. we have DK Metcalf. Did you guys see this DK Metcalf video this weekend? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it can't be real, bro. That's but what I'm saying. But it's DK Metcalf. <sighs> so there, there's room for it to be real. The NFL thought it real enough to drug test him after the fact, and uh, DK Metcalf confirmed it. But there's a video. Anyway, well, he was dunking all over the, uh, that's the goal saying. and the. Yeah. The, the fan, whatever the hell. Yeah, celebrity. Celebrity, celebrity joint. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The Friday night celebrity game for All-Star yeah. Weekend. DK Metcalf looked like he belonged on the court last night, to be quite honest with you. Just a physical freak like you've he never seen before. He scored 27 last night. We, we, we know that. Oh, DK Metcalf yeah. going to drop 50. Yeah, easy. He's just going to dunk it 25 times, yeah. and he's going to go 25 for 25. He looks incredible. We all know this. DK Metcalf is one of the most physical freak shows we've really ever seen, especially for a wide receiver. And so you saw him dunking all over people's heads during the the celebrity match on on Friday. And then there was a video that went around where he's just standing there. And you remember those old fantasy football commercials that were obviously fake? And these dudes are catching off the jugs machines like behind their back and doing weird stuff. Well, this is DK Metcalf just jumping up in the air and catching a ball, and it seems like he jumped up and he was like where his feet were like 10 feet high. It was just a stupid level CGI kind of alien jump, and he jumps up and catches the ball, and the video goes crazy, and everybody's like, can this be real? 
And because it is DK Metcalf, there's like room for it actually to be real. But uh, but DK Metcalf ended up saying, yeah, I got drug tested um, shortly thereafter. This video went viral. The NFL was like, wait, we got to we got to test this man. The same way Drewski feels like the NBA needs to test old uh, six foot Mac McClung, who's yeah. got bunnies like we've never really seen before either. Uh, so that was that was pretty fun from DK Metcalf this weekend. But the most legendary move of the weekend comes courtesy of the Toronto Blue Jays manager, John Schneider, who uh, huh. not, not your John what? Schneider yeah. uh, brought us, but. Uh, the one in uh, in baseball, Toronto Blue Jays. He was at a Florida restaurant with his wife, just enjoying a meal, and uh, all of a sudden, it was uh, just a little lunch situation with him and his wife. There was a lady at another table, choking, couldn't breathe. He rushed over to her aid and did the Heimlich maneuver. There you go. Saved her life, is what he did. There you go. How about that for a uh, a sports hero of the weekend, John Schneider? You will uh, you'll be crowned at that award for for this particular weekend congratulations my friend and i've never seen that done but apparently my my younger brother did it to my youngest brother a few years ago like at my parents on purpose house. or just just like he started choking on just something to break ribs. and he went and, <laughs> no, he went over there and saved him I'm like where did that come from i wasn't there to witness it yeah but just get right, uh, under, right underneath the right underneath that you just like put bump. the put the thumb, thumb in there and bam yeah have you done it you're talking like a no, man who saved I, many a life no, no, via the heimlich no no because uh you know being in the restaurant business my family you, as employees, you have to know how to do that. That's like part of the like requirements and stuff like that. Well, look at this. A patron. A baseball patron. Yeah. There you um, go. Kind of dunked all over the employees then at this particular Florida restaurant and said, no, 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 I got you. I got you. Watch this. Boom. Saved the lady's life. That's incredible. There it is. Best of the weekend. President's Day Monday in the G-Bag Nation. Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. Let's welcome in Todd Archer to the conversation. Talk some Cowboys next right here on The Fan. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.